If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code VEGAS1000. One of the best in the business. Jeff Seeley joins us every Wednesday to talk golf. Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Cutmakerpod.com. Listen to the podcast and join Telegram to get all the plays when he sends those out every single round. You ever been part of a eight-way tie in the first round? You had Varner and other guys. How'd, how'd, what'd you think of that uh, surreal piece of theater? Yeah. yeah, it was crazy, guys. I had Obviously, I gave out uh, Varner and Webb on the show, and then on the Telegram my channel, I gave out uh, Patrick Reed. So I ended up having three of the eight first-round leaders. And over no, I'd never been a part of that before. Um, I ended up get, averaging about four-and-a-half to one on my on my money on those plays but uh obviously i would have traded in for one of them being the solo leader but uh, beggars can't be choosers i guess and i and i'll take a four and a half to one over over a loss i suppose but no what a what a crazy result and honestly guys i would not be surprised to see multiple first round leaders this week as well as i think scoring will be relatively low how about varner though in the back stretch i, I, can't, I can't believe what i had to, i had to shut the tv off jeff I mean, honestly, like the, the other the other question is, how do you get up off the mat after that, yeah, right? Right. I mean, it, it, remi- it reminded me of me out there. I felt like I I had empathy for the guy because I mean, I remember once my club championship, I had like a fourteen on a hole, and, and I just like, I mean, it is 
it's a tough scene. And, and that was really, really hard to watch. Harder to watch when you have a good ticket on it. It was brutal. Well, what do you want to do with the match today? It's out I'm, here I'm in just, Vegas I'm, I'm, at, at, the, at the Wynn Golf Course, the same golf course when DeChambeau took on Kepka, and Rodgers and Brady are $1.80 against Mahomes and Allen. Yeah, I mean, how do you not take the dog in one of these matches, right? I mean, I feel like it's, it really is. It's a coin flip. It's a, I mean, let's just say Brady and Rodgers are a little better. It's still in these kind of events, for all intents and purposes, it's a coin flip. And even if even if Mahomes and uh, excuse me, Mahomes and Allen are, are you know sixty forty, you can get plus one fifty, which I'm sure you can. Um, I think that's a good bet for sure. I mean, one wouldn't I would never lay one eighty um, on a, on a on a true gimmick match like that. I take the dog every time. Okay, so get into the memorial here if you don't mind. Uh, tell us a little bit about the course and some of the guys, maybe the shortest shots on the board that you're going to go to battle with this week, Jeff. So guys, we're at Mirrorfield Village, which is a 7,500-yard par 72, one of the most iconic courses on tour. Um, they've, guys have been coming to here for years. So everybody knows this course. And if there's one thing we know, is that this is a true long iron specialist track. This is the reason guys like Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa have had success here. The number one stat I look at by a mile is approach from over 200 yards. There's there's 30% more shots at, on uh, at, from 200 yards plus on, on this event than the tour average. So that I highly weight in the model, and that's probably the primary thing I'm looking at this week. And we all know last last year, famously, John Rahm had a six-shot lead. John Rahm, tremendous long iron player, goes without saying. Six-shot lead before he was forced to withdraw with COVID. Then we saw Cantlay and Morikawa uh, play in the in the shootout, and, and uh, Cantlay ultimately winning. Um, I, I can't go back to the well on Rahm just because the price is so short. I'm not going to take a single digit, anybody's for single digits in this super strong field. Um, but that said, it's interesting. Um, this is, I believe, the sixth highest purse on the PGA Tour last year, and the winner, or excuse me, PGA Tour this year, and the winner gets half of what the winner of the Live event will get. Uh, <laughs> oh. That is really, really fascinating. What do you think of that? And, and some big names, Phil, not Phil Mickelson, yeah. not among them, one of them. I mean, DJ is the ultimate, right? I mean, DJ is the ultimate, um, like, snub. And, and somebody said this on Twitter, and I thought it was a great a great take. Like, the PGA Tour bluff, and, and DJ called their bluff with the nuts. I mean, I, I cannot see a world where they ban Dustin Johnson. I mean, look, Kevin Na, Kevin Na is a big name. Kevin Wild has five PGA Tour wins, won a tour event last year. Kevin Na's on the list. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be fascinating how this will unfold. But $4 million to first, like, there's a lot of reasons to go check that out. So um, anyway, I back to the plays. I, I did mention uh, I mentioned Colin Morikawa earlier. He's 18 to one this week on DraftKings. I played him just a really good price and caliber player. Morikawa is not in great form, but there's no better long iron player on tour than Morikawa, and his success here speaks for itself. This is just kind of one of those don't overthink the plays for me at this price. Um, I played Joaquin Neiman at 45 to one. I like him as a first round leader play as well. He's a top 10. He has a top 10 in his name here and comes in with very good form. In his last eight events, Neiman has a win and five more top 25. So tremendous form. Another very good price for a guy who we've seen can get hot with his irons. He's gained putting in three of his four trips here. So if he can dial up the combination of, of obviously hot irons and solid putter this week, it could be a very good week for Neiman. Um, Max Home, I like. He's a top 20 in both putting and approach in the short-term form. He's finished sixth year last year. 
skating with both the irons and his putter. Um, Homa's last three weeks have been 23rd, 13th, and 1st. So his form is super strong coming in. I would not be surprised at all if Homa finds another another win here and takes home the $2 bucks for 1st. Okay. Let's go with some uh, bombers then this week. Are you going to be you, – you tweeted out last week, I think when he got to 7-under, Patrick Reed's going to win this tournament, and I know you're going to catch hell, and you did already, from Matt Humans who can't stand Pat Reed. Are you on Mr. Reed again this week? Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. I, I played him at 100-to-1 last – he was 100-to-1 last week. I mean, he's 65-to-1 this week. And shout-out to Matt Humans' favorite golfer. I mean, love him or hate him, you can't deny that Patrick Reed is a force to be reckoned with on the PGA Tour when he is in form. There is no better short game, and that is critical this week, guys, because even the best players from over 200 yards are going to miss some greens. So you've got to be able to get up and down from just off the green, and there is nobody better on tour. There's some players close, but nobody better getting up and down than Patrick Reed. He I'm... finished seventh at the Charles Schwab last week, as I mentioned. He's averaged gaining four strokes on approach in his last two weeks. He finished fifth year last year. And that definitely feels like a fantastic buy a low spot on Patrick Reed at 65 to one. How about the bomb of the week? Bomb of the week guys, first round leader play. I play all these guys first round leaders. I, as I always say, but this one 80 to one to win 71 to one first round leader, Aaron wise, his irons are on fire. Having gained an average of three strokes on approach in six of his last seven tournaments. Plus putting has not been great lately. He did gain strokes putting here last year en route to a top 10 finish. I believe he finished ninth. We're getting a guy 80 to one who finished ninth here last year, a 70 to one first round leader, terrific bomb play. Love Aaron Wise as a gamble this week. Okay. Get telegram for more first round leaders in the Cutmaker podcast, Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. We're a couple of weeks away in uh, Massachusetts for the U S open. How many U S open bets have you made? You know, honestly, I've, I've only made one, um, and I'm still kind of – I, I just made a, a bomb flyer bet on uh, Harris English because I, I, I want to get ahead of him before he gets in form. Um, there's, I'm going to look at some other guys because we've talked about it before. Um, the, the weeks like this are way better fields to bet into than some of the majors, although I'll be continuing to look for some bomb flyers here over the next few weeks. Okay, very good. Again, Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter, and that's also the name of the podcast as well. Thanks, pal. Good luck this week. Thanks, fellas. Take care. All right. Yeah. Good fun. Live Golf Field next week, London. DJ Sergio, Kevin Na, Lee Westwood, Slippery Louis Oosthuizen, Keimer, Schwartzel, McDowell, Taylor Gooch, not listed, Phil Mickelson. And, and, and DJ, he has a deal with the RBC, with RBC he right? He's, so yeah. he's skipping that tournament. He is. What? what? Is he going to catch, like, I, is it holy hell coming up for DJ then? Or does he get a pass? I, so I, I will say this. It is another tournament to bet on. Well, you, you can look at it that way, yes. Well, that's the way that I'm, I would approach yeah. it, sure. I mean, yeah. watching it will be a different thing. Different time zones won't be probably easy for us over here. But if guys like Jeff are going to be on and Matt Humans pick their brains, see who they like, what makes them sense, other people, then uh, sure, why not? Get down a couple of shekels on this thing. What do you think today? Now I talked. I reached out oh, to Jeff is, Davis. Who, okay, now Jeff good, Davis good. said everything he's reading and hearing uh, is Allen is the worst of the four, which then I would have to disagree and go lean with the favorites. Then, is if Allen's the worst of the four, how good is Mahomes? And we know Rogers is pretty good. Well, I mean, 
last year, the story of the match that we got was the putting by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He was absurd out there on the greens. He was, he was dropping 15-footers like it was nothing. It was actually, he was kind of laughing on the course, if I recall correctly. By, by the way, not for nothing, I wish it was kind of at a course like that again this year. How they went to the mountains of Montana, played the middle of nowhere to give us that showcase. Here we can see what the wind looks like, and we drive by it every day of the week. Yeah. I it's a nice something course, else. It's a really nice course, yeah. Yes. The, there's a um, house special at Bet Rivers. If Mahomes and Allen win, and the Bills or Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it's boosted to ten to one. Well, maybe take a flyer on that. that but uh, don't you think this this has a chance to be some really bad TV tonight? Yes. If if one or two of the guys, what if Mahomes and Allen go off the rails? Well, we know Brady is, is you know, he's a bad golfer. <laughs> yes, so he that's, is. So if Allen's worse though, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Mahomes' game. But how they, are they going to win this? Then? They, if they Allen's be, worse than Brady, right? If he's shanking it like. Fifty yards to the left or right every single time he's out there. That's not going to be fun to watch. Yeah, be pretty rough actually. But Jesus Mickelson, what? Oh boy, when are we going to see him again? That's uh, <laughs> who who's done damage ooh. to their brand that fast, just like that, like that. You know, and there'll be more books coming out in recent years. I, he's got to be very top of the list. You know. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Top five, bottom five is up next. Uh, they are good, probably really good, but again, we'll point out um, and give you some perspective on the schedule so far. And believe it or not, uh, when you look at these uh, division standings again, to see the team at the very top and who they've played, and then look at the team who's now getting hot because of the competition, yeah. Never forget to look at that. Remaining schedules and SOS. We'll break that down for you coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Ben Hayes, one of the top experts at Winners and Winers, is off to a good start in the NBA playoffs. But now he's going to Major League Baseball for a free play today. He likes the card, and uh, he's giving it to you for free. Text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. 30, uh, Text VEASAN 320-350-3500. Ben Hayes in Major League Baseball. And uh, great write-ups, as always, on Winners and Winers. Game previews, every single sport. Okay, so we talked about freezing the standings here on June 1st. Like, what's going to change in Major League Baseball between now and the end of the year? Before we get to uh, top teams ROI, I wanted to point this out because we said how the Yankees, you know, they're off to such a great start this year, have that lead in the American League East. The pitching's been great. We had uh, Blue Jays play-by-play voice, uh, Dan Schulman, on the show on Monday, and he was terrific talking about the Blue Jays' schedule and how difficult it's been so far, and the Yankees' schedule has not been difficult. Well, if you look right now, the remaining SOS, and thanks to Michael for sending this over as well, uh, the Yankees have the fifth hardest schedule for the rest of the year. They blue, the Blue Jays have the easiest schedule for the rest of the year, the next four months' easiest schedule. Right. In the National League West, the Dodgers have the number one most difficult schedule for the rest of the year. Potteries and Giants, middle of the pack. Mm. So that ties into how many teams they have played below 500 so far through Okay. You know, May 31st. Good news for the Padres. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, updated odds to win the division at Bet Rivers, Houston 330, Yankees 240, Brewers $4, Mets $3, Dodgers 330. Burns is plus 325 to win the Cy Young. And Rodon is 8 uh, to 1. Rodon's been struggling here. He goes today. Yep, you have to like the Giants. Okay, so we can run down the best over and under teams to this point in baseball on the season. Try to do this uh, every single week. The Braves are the best team to the over so far. They are 28-19-3. They're hitting at a 59.6% clip if you're betting the Braves to go over every one of their games. The Giants are number two. How about that? 27-20-1 
to the over on the year, 57.5%, the same number as the Reds. If you would have asked me, without looking, who the best team of the over was before today's show, I, I would have guessed the Reds were the best team to the over. Played an under last night, 2-1 Castillo was really good. So maybe this is going to be something for him. They've been good. They're like the only two teams have a better record going back the last couple weeks. So now I'm going to lose is... that under 67 ah, God. season win total bet. They had 100 losses written all over them, and now they're yeah, on they pace did. to... Uh, KC is 26-20-2 to the over. The Phillies are 27-21-2. What a mess they are. They oh, are. they're such a bad baseball yep. team. Yep. And the Mets, the same record, 27-21 with three pushes. You're be- now, this is where it's really good. The best teams to the under. Now, I remember we were both like, oh. what? Are you kidding me with the Astros last week? I forgot about this. It continues. They are, Paul, they're 38-12 oh. and 12 to the under. That's 76%. Yeah, open seven, bet down to six and a half last night. No problem. Yeah, no problem. 3-1 final score again. Yep. And you got Verlander going today, and he's off a bad start against Seattle. Yeah. The Tigers are 31-16-2 to the under. That's uh, 66%. Pittsburgh 25-17-6. The Orioles are 29-20-2 to the under. A's are 27-20-5. They are hitting at uh, basically 58% to the under. Same thing with the uh, Blue Jays and the Padres with similar records on the year. Urias, Valdez, and Perez, 8-2 and two to the under. Verlander and Manea, 8-1 and one to the under. And uh, more, again, last night, Morton, 9-1 and one to the over yep. so far. All of his starts, but one have gone over. Uh, Sensatella, 7-0 and oh to the over. Cobb, 7-1. and one. Molly, 9-2 and two to the over. Individual pitchers. Okay. Most profitable. Your guy Blackburn. Look at this. Up nine units and change. Only lost once. Uh, A's have lost one of his starts. That was it. That was two days ago. Yep. Sa- the Same thing with Musgrove. Padre, the Friars are 8-1. and one. And game started by Musgrove. He's number two. Gallon, number three. Up over six units on Gallon. What? I can't get over Arizona. 110 losses last year. Fighting hard, playing yes, they hard. they are. Right there around 500. And you got Rasmussen and Webb in there. And then the Perez story, too. He's up five units as well with top ROI for pitchers. I mean, the, the, the you know, the worst. This is what's going on in Washington. I can't believe it. They lost again. Corbin started. They've lost 10 of his 11 starts. And it's 1-9 and nine with Adon. So two pitchers combined. You're 2-19 in their starts. Ugh. Think about that. And Frankie Bag of Donuts. He, he went yesterday. They're 2-9 with his starts. And Nola goes today. The Phillies are two and eight in games started by Nola. <laughs> Lunacy. Is he going to be in the rotation for the entire yeah. year? Nola? Oh, you'll come on. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. I thought you meant. Uh, I thought you were still talking about Corbin for a second. No, Corbin, are they help no, him? Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, Nola and Nola goes today. His strikeouts lately, by the way, I have that here. Um, again, he's in the mix to lead the league in strikeouts. He's been on. I think it's like last three starts, ten, nine, and eight yeah. K, striking out everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I know that you know it's it's a team thing. You can't control run support too, but some of this stuff is just staggering. Top, most profitable in Major League Baseball. No surprise, it's the Mets. Doesn't matter who's hurt. Ten and a half game lead. You haven't had the Grom and Scherzer's hurt too. Up twelve units and change on the Mets. Yankees number two, followed by the Astros, the Padres, and there's the Diamondbacks. They were number one uh, a couple weeks ago. Then they had a little bit of a losing streak, but now back to back wins against the Braves. And I'll tell you, the Reds have turned things around, too. Remember the Reds were at the bottom, number one with a bullet? They were, like, down 14 units not that long ago. But the Royals, 
down almost 14 units on the season. Braves, number two, down 11 and change. Phillies, Marlins, and the Reds, least profitable MLB teams. The Marlins have had a lot of bad luck this year. They've yeah. lost so many one-run one games. Part of their problems. Yeah. Okay, so how about the best road teams in Major League Baseball? Just to win and lose. The Dodgers are the best road team in baseball. They're 18-9 and nine so far on the road. The Yankees are 16-8 and eight on the road. Padres are 17-9, and nine, and your Mets are 16-9. and nine. Um, Best home teams? Well, this will tie into the Yankees' yeah, overall Yankees record, team, right? Yeah. I mentioned how they're the second-best road team. Consistent. They are the number one home team, 18-7. and seven. Astros, 14-6 and six at home. Same with the Brewers. And the Mets, 18-8 and eight at home. Dodgers, 15-7 and seven now. But again, this uh, story with the Dodgers here. Losing again last night. Gigantic favorites, as they are one more time today against Quintana for the Pirates. But this is just 41 of the 48 games have been against teams under 500. I like the Pirates again. Quintana shut them down already. He's mm-hmm. got good numbers, and who knows about Mr. White. And the Dodgers laying 240. Yep, I like the Giants again with Rodon. I like... Uh, I go on a fade Hunter Green, who's only had one good start the whole year. Yeah, he's a huge dog today. Yeah, yeah, you got like $2 with Whitlock. But uh, Ryu, should, should Ryu be favored? I know they're playing well. Against Kopech? Ryu's got bad numbers. Uh, yeah, he start. has not. He's been far from great yep. so far this year. But, but it's chalky, but uh, if you want to take the plus price with two run lines, Cortez against the Angels, who have now dropped six in a row in the numbers. Cortez, great numbers this year. especially at home, plus price on the run line, and Verlander off a bad start against Irvin and the A's. He is, uh, well, okay, he's a dollar fifteen. if you want to lay the run line with the Astros. Uh, I'll run down some uh, strikeout numbers for probable pitchers today in the month of May. Uh, Scooble has been very good for the Tigers in May, 5-5-11, five, 5-9. Five, five, Robbie Ray, don't look now, strikeout numbers are still very good, 10-8-9. 10 and 5 in the month of May. Cortez, you just talked about, he struck out 5, 7, 7, 11. Did have a game with 3 in the month. Nola, like I said, 10, 9, 8, 7, and 6. Now, Rodon is somebody to watch here today because he, in April, in his game started, he struck out 12, 9, 8, and 9. In May, it's been 2, 6, 3, 12, and 3. So the strikeouts have been down significantly mm-hmm. here. For Carlos Rodon now in the month of May. Got off to such mm-hmm. a great start. I am at 50 to 1 to lead league in K's. All of a sudden, bye bye. Yep. Second choice to bet Rivers to win the Cy Young. That's too low. Yeah. That's too low on him. Okay. Yep. I don't think he should be second. The VSIN summer special is here for only 39 bucks. You're going to get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com. And if you subscribe, you will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, and Annie McNeil uh, on the ice through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, and best bets, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and Na- uh, NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, and use of our betting tools in a live stream video whenever you want it. The cost is only 39 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. All you have to do is go 
and sign up at vsin.com slash summer. That's vsin.com slash summer. We'll go NHL. Coming up next, Colby Armstrong on the show, Sportsnet and TNT. Adjustments are always made on a seven-game series. But how is game two of Colorado Edmonton much different than last night? The Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Sportsbook official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And this week, new customers can bet $5 on any MLB market and get $150 no matter what. The code is VEASAN to use when you sign up. That easy, VEASAN. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or 877-8-HOPE-NY. DraftKings.com for full details. All right, let's talk some uh, National Hockey League here, shall we, Paulie? Colby Armstrong is kind enough to join us here earlier this morning, calls all the Penguins games on uh, AT&T Sportsnet, Radio Network as well, and also on TNT. Colby, thanks for the time today. How are you? Hey, good morning. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, let's start with this. So we all kind of thought the Western Conference Finals, like that series was going to play out Maybe not exactly like it did last night. I mean, 8-6, all those goals. But we thought it was going to be high-octane, a lot of goals. And we certainly got that. Typically, in a seven-game series, these teams are going to make adjustments, and it's not going to be that nuts. But like with the banged-up goalies now, Mike Smith no good again last night, Kemper you know, injured. What's going to change? Yeah, I, I, like this is a tale of two different series from the difference of the East to the West, right? Like, I, I think there's good players in the East, but nothing compared to the star power in these two teams. You know, you look up and down, especially the, you know, the top guys with McDavid and McKinnon. That is just like, that was everything we'd hoped for, I think. Like, how is the NHL winning so big right now? If you're not watching NHL hockey, like, you're missing out so big on these playoffs. Like, every series, every round, every game has been electric whether you know it's it's a shorter series or not the, the games have usually been really really good and this one last night I, I i mean are you are you kidding me i couldn't even believe it so i think the goaltending is obviously a big question mark in this series i think mike smith is a battler and a guy that you know you never know what you're gonna get that's for sure with the way he plays the puck or um mm-hmm. doesn't play the puck but uh, I think with Kemper and Smith coming in the series with all the star power and the, uh, you know, the, the speed and transition game and ability to score and power plays that this was going to be high scoring. I think the regular season deemed otherwise. Am I wrong? What, what, what was their games like during the regular season? I think they were per- fairly close, kind of low scoring for the most part. And last night was just completely off the rails and guys, they only scored a power play goal each. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Goal each on the, like, I mean, it's absolutely insane. I thought we were going to get overtime last night. I thought I was wait. I was hoping for overtime. It was that good. It was, it was that crazy. It was goals like crazy. Um, yeah. And, and the big question mark now, once again, is still the goaltending situation. I, I don't know. We saw Kemper can't come back yeah, upper body injury. Um, I thought that two guys that came in played fairly well too. So who knows? Maybe maybe it works out for them. This, maybe it works out. <laughs> this, this firepower with Edmonton, and you know, it's all the talk about McDavid and Dreisaitl. The Hyman scored six games in a row, and Kane scores almost every game now. Yes, Kane has thirteen goals in thirteen games in the playoffs. Jesus, like I know it's it's just incredible the uh, the clip that he's scoring at, and how important he's been. But both of those guys are guys that they've got and brought brought into. 
so for the Oilers team, right? Like skill, skill, skill. Um, you know, we don't have much of these other, so they went and got these intangible, you know, peripheral pieces that are really, really good that add physicality, net front presence, um, you know, big body uh, style to kind of complement those skill guys. So they did a good job and it's there. Those guys, those two guys in particular, are a big reason why they're where they're at right now. Don't get me wrong. Like yep. McDavid and dry are yep. crazy, but to have guys like that um, definitely help. Big uh, time. Tin foil hat guy was out yesterday on social media with the offsides call. They don't want Canada in the cup and all this, but what did you, did you, what did you think of the offsides call? Did you see his other tweets about the Coleman goal, no goal, goal kick in thing? Maybe he wasn't, I don't know. Those were two Canadian teams playing against each other, I guess. I don't know. He must've yeah. been short. His, he must've been short circuiting after that one. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought they got it right. Look, it, it, it's when the player has to check up to get back on side, his Gate has to be down to get back across. The puck carrier cannot touch the puck on the other side of the blue line. So he just happens to bump the puck ahead and does not touch the puck uh, until Nuchushkin is actually skate is touched up. So Makar really lucky. I was thinking at the time, oh my God, way too fast. Then when I watched it the first time, I go, no, that's right. They got, they're going to say maybe it's no, maybe it's a good goal just because of the fact he did not touch the puck, but it was so close to the line. So as the puck crosses the line, he doesn't touch the puck. Nuchuskin skate checks up on the ice, and then he touched the puck. So although it does look like it was offside, which it, it does, uh, by the rule and, and not touching the puck, McCarr saved himself, and, mm-hmm. and, and the goal worked out. By the way, for the record, right. yep, here are the scores in the regular season. 3-2-2-1. Two, two, they did play a 6-3 game yeah. uh, in the latter part of April. I will ask you this. What would be more surprising to you, Colby, if one of these two teams in the Western Conference Finals got shut out in this series, or if Tampa and the Rangers played an 8-6 game? 8-6 game with Tampa and the Rangers, I think. That would surprise me way more. And just because of the goaltenders, right? Shesterkin, Vasilevsky, they've been so good. They've been rock solid. These teams block shots like mad. They're more defensive. Um, really totally different feel. Do I think they have guys that can score goals? Yeah, I do. I still think they have, you know, some star power and some ability for sure. But when you're dealing with the likes of the goaltenders that they are, that are from another dimension uh, with those two teams, it's, it'll, it'll be way more surprising to see a high scoring game. This run by Vasilevsky and it's just as a team defensively, what they did to shut down Florida and allowed three goals in the whole series. Uh, they've allowed four goals yeah. in the last five games. How do the Rangers score five on five? I don't see it. I uh, oh, I don't know. Like the only thing you could hope early in this series is is what has it been now? Nine days for Tampa Bay. Yes. Yeah. For your gambling people, nine days of rest is that a weapon or is that you know too much time? I I tend to think that that's like a lot of time to not play a game. No, I'm with you. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I think it's going to take a bit for their machine to kind of get warmed up and get going again. And it could be tough for them at the start of the series, at least maybe the first half of the first game for sure. So um, yeah, I don't know. You know, the initial question is what with the goaltending? Sorry, I forgot. I was like, geez, this is like nine games, a lot, a lot of time off. If they, if the Rangers can score five on five, yeah. Yeah. I think they can. I think they can. I think they've been really good in transition. I think they've, you know, shown that they can play that speed kind of game. And, um, you know, for, for Tampa, I think, you know, they're really good at, they can lock it down and they have guys that could buy in. They have a team system that can buy in to, to, to close the door. 
And if Vasilevsky's on, it, it changes the game completely. It, it's, it's, it's insane what he can do for the team. So it won't be as easy, I think, for them in transition um, off the rush and, you know, possessing pucks long-term in the offensive zone just because they have the manpower to kill plays quick defensively. And they have guys that block shots like crazy. And, you know, they've got Hedman back there too and some guys back there, McDonough and others that can, you know, that can handle you know, speed off the rush fairly well. Mm. Like they're pretty good at that. And I think when you look at the Rangers, right, it's, you know, the way that they've, they've been playing, the way they've been going and the guys that do score for them, a lot of it is, is with their speed. A lot of it's just with their speed off the rush five on five. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think a lot of people, and I've done it already too, and, and rightly so. I mean, the Penguins had them on the ropes down three to one up by yes. two goals in a couple of games with five on threes. And, you know, they've managed to survive the same against Carolina. They were down again and managed to survive elimination games. I've counted them out all the way. I don't know. Are they going to surprise me again? I don't know what to think about them right now. I'm just like, they just keep getting it done. Well, that's the thing. Like here we are on game day. I haven't heard one person make the case and say the Rangers are going to win the series. No, I don't think you'll hear it. That's tough to get everyone's scared to bet against Tampa. Right. (laughs) Right. When you played, what was your per diem? And what what kind of envelope would they hand you before a road trip? I think it was uh, $90 per day. I might be wrong. $95 per day. Wow. And so, yeah, go on, a, go on the road. That's the, that's the road trip. Yeah, that's what you get per day to spend. So it was, it, was, it was great, especially now. You still get it. But guess what? They have, like, you know, a lot of these teams have, like, the team breakfast in the morning, then, yeah. then lunch. And then, like, you play the game, so you get free 95 bucks. You don't even have to, like, go try to find food or dinner. You might get a coffee before the game that you're paying for. That's about it. But everything else is already set up for you and planned. Everything's set up and planned nowadays for these guys. It's crazy. Like, you know what I love? Now they have, like, chefs at the rink and everything and all this stuff. And you come to the rink. You don't eat breakfast. You get there. There's, like, breakfast made. Then you get off. There's lunch made. I miss, like, going. Breakfast is fine. Like, let me go with the boys for some lunch. Sure. You know, like let yeah. me get out of the room and hang out with the fellows a bit and, you know, have some laughs and, and yeah. just be out of that space, you know, but they're, they have, a, yeah. like they're locked into the room the entire time. Now it's just, uh, it's, I am, I miss when they started doing that near the end of my career, I missed going, hanging out with the boys, like going to a burrito joint and getting something, you know, and, sure. and like being, being normal, you know, being right. a little normal. Yeah. It sounds a little too regimented nowadays. Hmm. Yeah, uh, you can very follow, much so. Yeah, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Armdog Colby Armstrong. Boy, great talking to you today, Colby. Enjoy the game tonight. Yeah, thanks. Good talking to you guys this morning. Appreciate it. Yeah, enjoy enjoy the game. Every game's crazy. Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna be loving it. It'll be great. Very cool. Yep. Last night was so good. Tonight should be pretty. Right. It's gonna be the exact opposite, you would think, but yes. still equally dramatic. Well, he's exactly right. How do you go against Tampa? One ten in a row. I have not heard a series in a row. I haven't heard a single person make the case for the Rangers. We will uh, yeah. go down, run down some of the latest Benny numbers on this board and how books adjusted for Game 2 coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. You're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers, as you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast. Designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. You know, a couple good points from Colby, too, about the lack of power play goals and yet an 8-6 game, and one team sat on the lead in the third period. Uh, when it was 7-3, that's all they did. Yeah. They wanted to get out of the arena. Yeah. And again, go home. Yep, yeah, again. And that didn't work out in game five against St. Louis. I don't know why they do that. Attack, attack, attack. But they, you didn't see a big adjustment. You see now seven is the game two total tomorrow and over 130. And some, well, I mean, I don't see what's going to change. And now you might have a, a backup goalie for Colorado. So I, 
Mike Smith was also very bad against Calgary, and as you said, yep. the Kings as well. He's been bad in game ones, period. Game ones, right. And he adjusted, and they turned into the better team midway through game two of that series against the Flames. I don't think Mike Smith is going to be as bad as he was last night for the entire series. If he can go out there and in spurts give you good moments or good games, why can the Oilers not be live here? If he if he if you told me right now that he's going to allow yeah. two maybe three goals in game two, the Oilers against a backup goalie can't win that game. I I, I don't know. I watch I, I watched that game. I don't know how you're going to hold Colorado under three. Well, that, that, that's I the really, thing. They're I mean, going to have five, so many chances. I mean, five three. That it goes over. That's not even based on what happened last night. That's like a ho hum, no big deal. They it's had, also about it's also chances and opportunities what you had. The the first period was crack. It was crazy. And the second period, I thought, was better. Yeah, right. So, I mean, 47 shots a goal. You know what last night was? I kept thinking about this throughout the entire game. Last night was the Kansas City Chiefs in the first year or two with Patrick Mahomes when they had a terrible defense, and they played that game against the Rams. Yeah. That's what last night was. And I think yeah. if those two teams in the NFL played like seven times in a seven-game series, now that was nuts. That was like 54-51. But every game would have been 37-33. You know, I mean, because, yeah. because it was Mahomes and that offense with those weapons and zero defense. That's what last night was. Yeah, the game went over four minutes into the second period. <laughs> and how'd you like over one and a half in the first period? BTTS, I mean, the goal in the first five just missed by four seconds. But how about two goals in the first ten? <laughs> yeah, that's another good or, problem. Or, or, over a goal and a half in fifth, the first ten, yeah. Fifth game conference finals where 13 or more goals were scored in history. Edmonton was involved in the previous four. It's the first time in a playoff game, conference final, both teams had six-plus goals and, and used multiple goalies. Look at that. Right? And well, everything. Uh, Oilers everything. involved in the previous four. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. That's why I couldn't believe Gretzky yeah. between intermission. Well, I don't know. Can you win a title doing this? I mean, you, you played a 10-8 game. You, you did, that was a regular occurrence when you played Calgary every year in the playoffs. Yeah. You blew a five-goal third-period lead against Los Angeles. So feedback that we've gotten so far today on the show, FTM at VEASAN.com is email. Uh, people are pointing out that what Gretzky meant by that is, can you play that way against Tampa Bay, potentially, and win the Stanley Cup? Like, that's what he was trying to say. I mean, if that's what he was trying to say, then... Well, it's also yeah. a different ball game comparing Colorado to Florida. I mean, that I, I would trust yeah. Colorado and just so, so much speed and talent that they have. Because Florida struggled, too, against Washington. Oh, did you... How about, Mike Palm pointed out, but that's... How about that nugget by our buddy uh, Eddie Olchik on the broadcast last night? The highest scoring series ever for most combined goals is 69. They had 14 last night. If this is a lengthy series, uh, this can't go uh, and touch 70 goals? Eddie had a great line. The goals against with these goalies are going to be like gas prices. <laughs> yes. what he said. Eddie was on it last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, he was. He was Eddie really was good. fantastic, right. Uh, but that's like the props. I mean, just you, you were on it with Hyman. He scored six games in a row. Got to go back to Essa Tekin in the 1990 with the Oilers. What Kane has done with uh, 13 goals in 13 games. Dreisaitl McDavid. Mm. Uh, what? what uh, I mean, plus 120 to score. These guys are going to have to be laying a price by the time this is all said and done. And Chad Anders is right, our friend in, in Denver. Are you going to see plus money again with both teams to score in the first period? That was plus 135. Mm-hmm. Plus 460 here with the alt over nine and a half. Lots of bananas. Okay, so Circa Sports yesterday, when we were on the air, the total was six and a half. The over was minus 135. They immediately went to seven last night, minus 125 for game two. I do see a seven and a half on the board. It should be. At Boyd Gaming here in Las Vegas, Uh there was a seven and a half. The under is minus 140. 
The over they have at plus one fourteen on the juice. I don't want the under. No way. Would you? Are you going to look at alternate no. uh, overs then again? Yeah. yeah. Plus four sixty. Come on. How about the plus uh, four thirty? Just about, to get to ten. Now how about the question I threw at Colby Armstrong? I'll ask you. Well, uh, same answer. What's more surprising? Eight six Tampa Bay Rangers. Or one of these two teams get shut out in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, eight six. The goalies are too good in this series. Igor's been great, and I I don't, I don't know how you saw Vasilevsky. The the whole the Florida the three goals in the whole series, uh, four goals allowed in his last five games. Ridiculous. Now he's right about the the rust factor. You've been off for nine days. That could be big, but I keep going back to how were the Rangers going to score five on five. 32% power play in the playoffs, top five in the regular season, but Tampa's kill is 88%. And Igor is uh, hot, too. They've won six in a row at home, five in a row in facing elimination. But how do you go against the Lightning? Ten straight series and going for the three-peat. The record, the Islanders. They went to five straight cups, won four of them on their way to win, winning 19 straight series. Okay, I don't like to do these bets. Uh, if I do, it's for pizza money and entertainment purposes, ba- basically only, or to be entertained with like a ten or a twenty dollar bet. How about some exact score prices here in this game tonight? If you're expecting low, but, uh, yeah, a, a, you know, a low scoring series. How about Tampa Bay one nothing, eighty five to one. The Rangers one nothing is ninety to one. If they if the other team pulls the goalie, you can get Tampa Bay two nothing at forty seven to one. Rangers two nothing is fifty to nothing, a uh, fifty to one. I'm sorry. And like Tampa Bay, two to one for a final score like is twenty-seven that. to one. I was looking at that. Two one, three one. Twenty-five to one, twenty-eight to one, uh, three to one, twenty-two to one, twenty-four to one. That's a sweet spot. But you that's it. The total's only five and a half for the game. Uh, excuse me, five and a half. Uh, not much with the juice. The first period, one and a half. I can't believe it. William Hill, no goal first five is minus two thirty. It's two eighty at Bet Rivers. Rangers team total two and a half. Under minus 120. Shut that, shut out plus 540. Some of this stuff doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the whole thing's going to be low scoring. You want to go, you want to get creative? You want to go a scoreless tie in regulation at 100 to 1? Goes to overtime with no score? How about we go to overtime yeah. tied at 118 to 1? That's only 18 to 1? Tied at 1-1? One, 1-1, one, yeah. One, one, yeah, to go to overtime. Well, I'll get creative. Put up, uh, will Igor, or will a goalie have an assist? Igor had two assists in the game six win. I think he had an assist in a couple of the Pittsburgh games, too. Mm-hmm. But I, I just can't believe this. I mean, what, what this turnaround was and how bad they looked against Pittsburgh, and Colby nailed it. I mean, they were dead and buried multiple times in that series, and now they're one, they're four wins away from going to the Cup. But the Garden will be rocking. Ooh, it would be great. Oh, it's going to be on they fire. Were, yep, they were rebuilding. Uh, but they, you know, they, what, won Cups in, in 85 years or whatever, 94? Uh but to be down three games to one, you give up seven goals in back-to-back games. You're down multiple goals in game five and six, and you're losing in the third period of game seven. Win them all. Win them all. And, and, uh, Will it change your opinion of the series if the Rangers take game one tonight? Uh, it depends what happens. Because you know Tampa Bay off of a Two. loss yeah, yeah. anyway. Well, that's the best thing going in sports, right? They're six, eight, what are we at, 18 in a row now? I believe that's the number, 18 yeah. in a row, a playoff loss? Yep. Yep. But the, the, I could see the rust. Right, and I could see Igor playing well. Um, the, the the key that, here that is how they're gonna again how they're gonna call this yeah. series. What if it's tight? Right, right. What what if they what if they you know if if the Lightning get whistled for a couple of uh, penalties right away, and this 
lethal power play gets a chance for the Rangers and they can stick one or two in against that, that's, that's how they're going to have to do it. You sound pretty convinced, and so did Colby, that uh, the 5-on-5 five five probably is not going to be there at all. Not happen. Yeah. And yet the series price is only $1.70, and you haven't heard one person make the case for the Rangers. It's hard to make the case for the Rangers. Well, I How do you go yeah, against him? Not, not a single person. You, you keep winning. You cash every ticket. Boy, what could have been with the Leafs. Oh, after what they did to I, Florida, I, I keep coming back to that. Yep. Right? I wanted to make that point um, during Game 7 against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, they sweep again, 7-1. to one. It was 17-1 to one against Florida. It was 17 to 1. Yep. The sweep uh Lightning and 5 is 5 to 1 here. Lightning and 6 3 to 1, Lightning and 7 5 to 1. You want to get crazy Rangers to get out the broom 20 to 1. Uh yeah. Uh Rangers and 5 9 to 1, Rangers and 6 plus 750. Dollar 20 the game one price. Are you going to look to play under 4 and a half yeah, tonight? Yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Don't take penalties one, but don't take stupid penalties. And that's what Carolina was doing. What do you see a price it, on that? You by saw the way? that with the alt? Under, yeah, under four. Uh, I think it's plus two thirty. Is it still that high? It's, yeah. When it's five and a half and the under is two, like a dollar forty. Well, could you believe the price on the over nine and a half last night? Oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, it's not a dollar forty to the under. I was looking at something else. What's that? Uh, the the alt under four. Five, and a half? I'm sorry. It's, yeah, and we're all over the map. It's five and a half under minus one fifteen fifteen at most spots. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The alt the alt four and a half plus two thirty or something. Yeah. With this, yeah. All right, uh, up next, we will get hit the uh, the NBA and uh, some of these numbers on the Celtics. Historically good road, uh, road numbers now for the entire year. We'll run them down for you coming up. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 